This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to find out how to volunteer, please contact LibriVox.org. Shirab Dongbu, or The Tree of Wisdom, by Nagarjuna. Translated by W. L. Campbell. Part 6. Sections 201 through 240. 201. As regards wealth, which is devoid of charity and enjoyment, neither given away nor enjoyed, to be the owner of such wealth is to err. For although it is your property, why are you not the owner? 202. Further, this is the place for action. The beyond is the place for results. Whatever may be done here, that same will certainly be enjoyed there. 203. The wealth, rank, beauty, and health of others. Why be grieved in seeing these here? If you desire these, is not the getting of the fruits of work from the seed of virtuous action applicable to you too? 204. If you have possessions, and do not distribute them, what is the use of keeping them by you? The fruit of the kimpaka may grow, but what is its use in hunger? Footnote. The kimpaka is described as a pretty but bitter fruit. And footnote. 205. Whoever gives alms which do not harm others, his various resulting pleasures will neither be carried away by water, nor burned by fire, nor stolen by thieves. Such possessions will never be utterly destroyed. 206. He who does not try a remedy for the disease of hell, when he reaches the place where there is no medicine, what will he do? he and his disease. 207. Holy men are seized by the snake of words which comes from the pit of savage men. As a means of allaying this poison, drink the medicine of wisdom and patience. 208. Although you may kill all your life long, you will not exhaust the number of your enemies. But if your own anger be slain, that is to slay the real enemy. 209. The mighty are not amenable to reform. Therefore, why exercise patience with them? With those who are disciplined and peaceful in conduct, what necessity is there for patience? 210. If you are merely angry owing to an injury, then why not be angry with anger, which obviously destroys religious aims and salvation? 211. He who, having seen the excellence of others, is afflicted by disturbance in his own mind, will not gain even a little of the truth. Such a being destroys his own merit. 212. Let all hear this moral maxim, 
and having heard it, keep it well. Whatever is not pleasing to yourself, do not that unto others. 213. As regards the leaving of this mortal life, who is not clever in knowing and speaking about it? But when it comes to practicing what they preach, those who know would be considered wise among the sages. 214. Property is unstable, and youth perishes in a moment. Life is like being ever in the grinning fangs of death. Yet mankind delays to obtain release from this world. Alas, the conduct of mankind is very surprising. 215. He who has good intellect but is lazy, such a being will not become exalted. He is like a youthful writer who makes his calculations in the dust. 216. If all these human beings could perceive the god of death on their own heads, even in food there would be no flavor. What need to mention other things? 217. The god of death does not wait to ask whether your composite works are completed or not. Therefore, do tomorrow's work today and the evening's work in the morning. 218. So long as you are healthy and produce a harvest, which is not ruined by the great hail of disease, and so long as your intellect is in your work, all this is the time for heeding religious doctrines. 219. What are wreaths of flowers to donkeys and cattle? What is delicate food to quadrupeds and pigs? Light to the blind, or songs to the deaf? Of what use is religious doctrine to fools? 220. So long as one is not ambitious, for so long will one's accomplishments be great. If great ambition be entertained in the mind, how can moral attainments be controlled? 221. So long as a man does not beg, even when the time comes, for so long is he styled a glorious aesthetic. Brave, clever, of high rank, and manly are terms used of a man until he begs. 222. The first inventor of anything, how wonderful he is! The watermill, having been made, can be managed even by a girl. 223. A sage's son may suitably die soon, and a king's son suitably live for a long time. For the hunter's son, life and death are equally unsuitable and for the saint's son, equally convenient. 224. Then let that which exists in the beginning, for the purpose of increasing man's understanding, let the elegant classics be expounded by the man who understands the doctrines. 225. Words of the nature of elegant sayings 
should be collected as far as convenient. For the temporary but supreme gift of words, any price will be paid. 226. The student of science, the hero, and the beautifully formed woman, wherever they go, acquire great fame, there and then. 227. A scientist and a king are not to be compared in any way. The king is esteemed in his own country. The wise man is esteemed wherever he goes. 228. He who is handsome, youthful, accomplished, and born of high caste, yet, like the flower of the violet lac tree, does not look well when separated from his caste. 229. He who has a body, but is devoid of learning, even though of good birth, what use is he? In the world, reverence comes from learning. From lack of learning comes destruction. 230. If you desire ease, forsake learning. If you desire learning, forsake ease. How can the man at his ease acquire knowledge? And how can the earnest student enjoy ease? 231. He who is no friend of knowledge will always be in misery. He who is a friend of knowledge will always obtain happiness. 232. What country is foreign to a sage? Who is hostile to a pleasant speaker? What load is heavy to a man in his own home? What distance is long to the energetic? 233. Since he who gives has friends, the summit of the king of mountains is not too high, the earth's profundities are not too deep, and even when sundered by the ocean, it is not beyond his reach. 234. The superior man who has learned from books only, and has not studied things from many standpoints, resembles a pregnant girl of loose morals. He does not look well in an assemblage. 235. He who scorns the spiritual teacher who has given him even a single letter will pass through a hundred dog incarnations and be reborn of low caste. 236. To whomsoever a single letter is given by a lama as to a pupil, whatever he may hand over in payment, there does not exist sufficient wealth on the earth's surface to repay this. 237. He who brings one up, he who imparts elegant learning, he who imparts science, he who feeds one and gives fearlessness, these five are declared to be like fathers. 238. The wife of a king or of a minister, likewise the wife of a friend, a brother's wife, and one's own mother, these five are declared to be like mothers. 239. Counsel given to fools excites but does not pacify them. 
he who pours out milk for a snake is only increasing its venom. 240. The fool, who is really a two-footed brute, should be specially avoided, for, like the unseen thorn, the pain of his words hurts. And Part 6 This recording is in the public domain.